Okay, so <clears throat> I have a question for people that like have pets and all. Like, if you have animals or if you, I don't know, if you have if you have a pet or if you or if you rear animals in general. You have cows. You have you have goats. You have whatever. So like, there there are people that actually do have favorite animals that are not pets. Uh, for example, there are people who probably have like a herd of cows, and and like there's this one cow that is their favorite. You know, for some reason, for some reason, sometimes probably the cow was born on some date that they were born on. Sometimes, probably the cow just smiles at them whenever they, <laughs> whenever whenever he looks at whenever he looks at the cow. Or, I mean, for some reason, you just gained a certain level of attachment to an animal, and yet you are not really related to it. Like, <laughs> like I don't have to explain that. You get So, let's just say it is beyond a pet. Let's just say it is beyond a pet. It's not a pet. It's not It's not a cat. It's not a dog. It's not a parrot. It's not... Um, what are the pets do people have? I've seen someone that has that 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 had a lion for a pet i just don't know how long that lasted but if there are the pets that are not in that bracket snakes okay okay let, let's narrow down pets that you can get like physical contact with you know smoothly and don't have to to to, to, to get anxious or get worried of the consequences okay so <clears throat> let me narrow down to my point let me narrow down to my point you must really be asking you must probably be asking yourself where this is heading. I mean, you barely see where it's going. I get it. I get it. I know how that feels. And let me let, let me just rescue you real quick. So if let's say the pet is an edible is an edible animal, probably a cow or a goat or whatever, and you get so attached to it and you feel you cannot do without it, or every single time you want to see it and like you, you just want to touch it, you you feel happy when you see it, you know. And by the way, I read something interesting. I read something interesting. This is a little bit aside from, you know, what I've been talking about. But it was like, if you want to get to know. And then someone was like, how do I get to pick a spouse? How do I get to know that this is the right person? How do I get to know that, you know, this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with? You know, and the guy was like, uh, the scholar was like, if you see the person and without even them doing anything or without any much work to eat, you just feel happiness. You just feel happiness. Then that's, you've hit the jackpot. So, <laughs> so anyway, that's for all those people who are out there and you're still wondering and you are confused. Probably you have like three, four, five people, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people. And you're still confused. You don't know what to do. Well, I, I hope that helps. I hope that helps. I hope that gets you out of the confusion. So anyway, back to my point. What if you have this animal and you really like the animal and you are kind of getting carried away by the animal that you somehow feel like you are getting attached to it and you feel the connection between you and the animal as it grows, you know, uh, you look after it, you give it the water and everything you do, irrespective of you hiding all the other animals, you, there's a way you give it extra preference. You know, so I just have a tough question here. Hmm? If let's say you are very close to a cow, for example, and then 
it suffered an illness and before it could pass out it was <laughs> it's so it's so funny because you know it's like as if I, i'm like signaling i'm signaling what happened as if you guys can see me. but like okay it, it it gets chopped like gets slaughtered you know gets slaughtered and like you did everything you could you actually called in the veterinary um people and they examined it and they ejected it and i mean everything was done whatever you could do in your bowel you did it and it just passed on like and it had to be slaughtered would you or would you not eat the meat hmm? <laughs> would you or would you not eat the meat like i mean it's it's anyway i do not know if it's uh probably for me like for me i feel like it's a tight thing you know i feel like some okay some people say that you're not supposed to feel pity for an animal and you're supposed to feel bad for the animal but like i mean there is that just that connection you know you feel like as if you're eating a fellow like person you get like <laughs> you feel like you're eating your, your your friend you know and it's just very difficult for you to stomach the meat if at all you actually get to build the courage to eat it like, for me i would okay where is this coming from so we have this god we have this god it's uh we have a a heart of god and this god was born with another the twins but then the mother passed on like two weeks after after the given birth to and uh i mean they're still so little so my aunt actually brings them into the house and she took care of them like how i don't know like 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 kids you get like bottled milk and everything and like every single day they had to we had to buy milk for them we ha it had to be a must like even if there is nothing else in the house you get even if there is nothing else in the house the milk had to be there the milk had to be bought at by any cost by hook or crook and the milk was to be bought from a particular person you get there is some guy uh around who is one of the few people that actually do not water his milk like he does not add any water to the milk he just sells it pure so most of the breastfeeding mothers and all the other people uh, tend to book his milk some people even pay for a week some people pay for a month um, i've had someone who paid for six months i think i'll be the first one to pay for a year because <laughs> but anyway so people get milk from him and like they you know so that's what we used to do and it, it's a little bit expensive and of course it has to be expensive you know because what the product he's selling is way different from what the other people have you know on the market so it's justifiable so we had to buy like two liters every single day every single day we had to buy two liters you know so like he she raises these these, these goats you know and she becomes so attached to them sometimes they could even um leap from we, we had a we had a sofa set a small single seater you know we, we made it into a bed and uh they they used to sleep there they used to sleep there the, the two goats to the extent that they even got named you know so the attachment grew the attachment grew the attachment grew they they kept on growing and growing and growing you know and uh they would sleep in the house you know everything of theirs was in the house so when the baby get gotten out 
during daytime but they would also come in the house and they knew their bed they knew where to pee you know there was a certain cloth like pond that was meant for them you know where they would pee and then the clothes would be taken out and washed and blah 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 so anyway they grew up and i mean they had gotten to a very mature state and they, they looked promising you know they look promising they're even way different than the other gods you get i mean the gods that would even eat bread sometimes and 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 uh and bajia you know so <laughs> i don't know you're probably picturing and imagining what those gods look like but they're, they're they're really pretty i mean so to cut the long story short the male one got i don't know some issue next morning now by that time you know they had matured and then they had kicked them out of the house and they were staying in the the goat house so by the time you know uh okay this one morning my aunt goes there to open man open for them and like get them out and stuff so she just finds the male one drop dead at the door like just had dead on the door and she was she was in tears like she was she was wailing you know she was wailing and you know we all came out of the house and are like hey what i mean what has happened how did this you know how did this what 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 is going on what is going on you know we thought probably something had happened to her some some i mean just something very bad you know that type of wailing was not ordinary wailing i mean she's like the the male god has died you know we used to call him umsaja so umsaja has died and i mean there was like i felt it even me myself i felt it because there's sometimes when she had some errands to run and i'd be the one to bottle feed these gods you know with the milk I mean, all all those memories flashed in my mind, and you know, there there was only the the other the other female god that was left. So then we kept on taking care of her, and we're like, I mean, she's the only remaining reminder of you know those two gods that were raised in the house. And well, <laughs> I know she, you know she she was well taken care of, like everything was superb for her. She actually used to take some special water. You know, they mix it with sugar and salt. And she would take it every single morning. You know, it had to be a little bit lukewarm. And it was a, it was made a point that she had to get it. So just today, yesterday she actually suffered some intestinal problem. And then, you know, we called in the, called in the doctor, the veterinary doctor. And, well, he injected it. He injected her and, well, we thought, he said it was a fever. But, I mean, the following morning, God could not get up. It was just lying down. It was motionless. And, I mean, you could see the life going out of it, you know. So, it was very heartbreaking for her. And, well, we had no choice but to slaughter it, only to realize that it got a problem with the intestines. It probably got hit by one of the gods in the stomach. It, well... A few days, something I missed. A few days, it ha- it 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 had a miscarriage. It had a miscarriage, and then ever since the miscarriage, it was not you know it was not well. Generally, it was not eating. It was always lying down, dropped the neck. All the all the negative signs. If you've ever read animals, especially goats, you know what I'm talking about. 
so we had to slaughter it today you know and <laughs> anyway anyway please let me know if you would eat the meat please let me know if you eat the meat anyway welcome to the brand clinic podcast by the way this uh podcast name before it was the thought to things podcast thoughts to things podcast but now it i actually we we rebranded it to the to the to the brand clinic and i think it, it's an appropriate name you know because uh what we do is we actually get to help um brands you know med we medicate brands from a few or perhaps almost many of the illnesses that they have and they are suffering from or perhaps that they do not know that they're suffering from but are slowly growing and pruning themselves um into their system so what we do here is we actually try to raise awareness about those those uh those problems that are within their systems and we try to help them get to see how to you know how to eliminate these issues or how to like go about them and solve them and get them out of the way in general so it's the whole mindset that we have here i share with you guys everything that i know about branding and marketing i just started uh seth godin's book this is marketing and by the way it's i mean it has opened my it is opening my eyes to very many aspects and i would very much encourage people out there if you are really serious about your brand and you are um you you are really focused you are really focused to getting it to insurmountable heights then i would very much recommend you to go read the book i'd very much recommend you to read the book nonetheless if you don't have the time to read the book what i do here is actually break down all these theories and philosophies that are in the book and the facts and research work that they have done and i just try to make it as simple as possible for you you know you don't really have to spend a lot of time uh, sitting down and reading the book if you don't have the time at all and probably find yourself you know fixed into a very tight schedule so what i do for you is i actually help you get to get this information without you having to necessarily you know cut time off of the other important things that you have in your life and you get to you know benefit from all this good stuff so my name is hosting mubarak by the way i'm the host of this podcast i'll always be the host of this podcast unless otherwise probably if i get to meet some people that have the same interests as i do i will probably have them you know co-host the podcast as well and we'll share more and more and more and more brilliant ideas as it is uh today i want to talk to you about i want to talk to you guys about something about something that probably we've always been doing but we're just not aware or probably we are aware but we are not so intentional and deliberate about them you know so it's more about uh human rituals human rituals so it's like every single day we have a set of things that we do subconsciously but we find ourselves doing them every single day and without without plan or schedule but we just probably because we have done them like five years in a row or we have done them five years in a row continuously either because we saw someone that we care about doing them or probably because we felt like it is the way to go because most of the people are doing what we see them doing you know so we are like if we want to be part of a, of the community then we have to do as the community does 
you know like there's this old saying that says that when you go to rome you need to do as the romans do you know so what that means is that when you actually find yourself in a different community you may you may need to adjust to the ways of that community otherwise you may find yourself getting kicked out you know because in most cases we always shun what is odd you know we always shun what is different and we find difficulty um settling with difference you know so we are more united with what is like than what is different from what it is that we know you know and it takes us a lot of time to adjust to something that is different so how do we get to how do we get to actually find ourselves in characters and behaviors that are not necessarily in our control but rather in the control of the things or environments that we have been around and the stimuli that we have been exposed to and um it becomes part of us naturally it becomes part of us naturally you know and you find yourself just doing things but you are probably not aware that you are doing them but because you've been in a society that encourages this kind of behavior or you've been in a society that practices this kind of behavior you find yourself um entrapped in this in this whole mindset of thinking you know so i broke them down into into four things that we find ourselves doing but we are probably unaware about these things and you may probably be asking me okay what does this have to do with marketing what does this have to do with branding you know what does this have to do with me you know working my product up up the scales and getting it to where i wanted to get to you know or getting it to i mean what my boss wants me to get it to so i'm going to walk you through these four principles these four um attributions that i created and then i will help you get to see how you can actually entangle it to your business or to your boss's business and get to have actual results you know and get to have um numbers that you can actually you know present to people proudly without having to <laughs> without having to exaggerate some of these numbers you know which is a very common trait i mean sometimes i remember i used to get uh i used to get like 39s in math i was not really good at math so i used to get 37 sometimes i would get uh, 48 or something like that and on some good days i would get like a few 70s and 60s i don't remember the day i don't remember any time when i got above 80 in math like for real the best i ever did in any maths test was 78 78 percent yeah and that test i remember um i do remember the the that was in high school by the way the teacher actually gave us some homework and then like we got a rumor that he's going to bring the same stuff you know so despite of the fact that i actually knew what was coming again you know i mean most of the guys like got <laughs> most of the guys got 80s and 90s and you know i was i was one of the guys who like, <laughs> as one of the guys who got like for me i mean it was a win it was like a big win on my side i had never <laughs> i never ever thought that i would get a 78 in maths like i never thought i'd get above 70 in maths i never saw my <laughs> like it was a big win for me you know so that was the best i had ever gotten in maths and the worst i had ever gotten in maths was uh I think a zero eight, zero eight, yeah, I think a zero eight 
you know so <laughs> so anyway I, I was not really i was not really good at math but well i mean here we are here we are so here are the four principles uh that i was able to coin up so as soon as we wake up as soon as we wake up we get into a mode what, what i called preparing for battle so preparing for battle is like um you get out of as soon as you wake up as soon as you wake up you know uh firstly we I, I would very much encourage but i hope and i believe that most people actually do this is as soon as people wake up like you you pray like you pray you pray i know not everybody believes in prayer and probably all of us have different aspects of uh faith and belief but in my opinion i would very much i would i, I in my opinion like personally what i do is as soon as i wake up i like there there is a supplication that we do in the islamic faith for thanking god for 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 for, for resurrecting you after like taking your soul you know in other words we believe that when you sleep you have passively died and of course sometimes this is you've how you probably heard of this from somewhere or you're going to hear it right now for the first time there are some people who actually go to bed and never wake up. You know, they just, you know, so they they just, <laughs> they don't come back, you know. So someone is like, hey, so-and-so went to bed yesterday. We actually spoke before, you know, before he went to bed. And he, I mean, then when he woke, well, when we woke up, he was he wasn't able to wake up. So, like, for me, when I wake up, as soon as I wake up, I, I, I pray, I thank God for uh, like getting me up, for enabling me to get to see another day. You know, because sometimes, not, no, not, all, not all of the people that actually woke up today were able to see the sunset. Like, probably you who's listening to this at this moment or whatever time you're listening to this, but, like, not everybody is having the opportunity that you're having right now. Probably there was someone that woke up that slept yesterday but was unable to wake up or someone that is going to sleep today it could be me it could be you and tomorrow you're not able to well i don't think there's anything it has anything to do with ability but like you, you just don't come back you know no you your days get done at that point so the whole point is like as soon as we wake up we do something what we call preparing for battle like we are preparing ourselves for the day and uh aside from that like you lay your bed and then you go to the bathroom and, you know, you clean your teeth and uh, you shower. You probably wash your face and everything. So you're like, you know, you are literally preparing yourself for whatever is coming. You are reading yourself for whatever that you're going for, you know. So if probably you have a presentation that you're going to do, you know, you, you, you will need to iron for some people that actually do it the day before, you know. And uh, maybe some of the vitals, they pack them earlier on, you know. You don't want to reach that and probably you forgot you're not your notebook or maybe you didn't carry a pen stuff like that you know like <laughs> some of those things used to happen to me back in high school and uh mostly primary i remember in primary we used to use fountain pens you know so with the fountain pens you had to like refill as soon as the ink got done then you refill from the ink pot and sometimes you know you get a tragedy before you and the whole ink pot just pours in you you know, if I mean, if you've had experience of using a fountain pen, then you know what I'm talking about. You know, so the the ink pots, 
sometimes would flip or they would topple probably someone is running and they you know and i mean as soon as it loses balance just a little bit it is very hard for you to like get back on i remember the quill bottle was a little bit stable you know it was the best was quite triangular it was it was rectangular sorry so if it there's a way it would find its pivotal stability back so i mean for people that used to use quill but it was the best ink i mean most people actually preferred to use quill some other people use cartridges so anyway like sometimes you know i'd find myself coming to class but then like probably yes i refilled the pen you know but i forgot to carry the import like i did not factor in the aspect of you know the ink getting done and then i will need to you know, refill the input so i i like for i used to ve- i very much i was very much in the habit of forgetting the input you know back in dom and we had this policy as soon as you get out of dom for as long as it's not dom hours you don't get back inside you know so it used to be kind of hard you know so i had to borrow the ink and i had this girl called helen najuka helen I think it is <laughs> it I think it's the only reason why I remember her name because I used <laughs> for the most part I used to use her ink pot, you know, to get <laughs> to get more ink. So uh, that was primary seven by the way. That was um primary six, primary seven, P five. From P four and below they used to use pencils. So yeah, I mean my whole ink time my ink whole ink pot times i always had those scenarios to the extent that i actually had to get my input and my inputs and give them to her and be like you know what i'm tired of always forgetting <laughs> like i'm tired of always forgetting these inputs like, i i have them and i want to bring them but w- when it comes to time to bring them i just forget to bring them you know and she she was really like helpful and understanding you know she never really like bugged me at all so I think it's partly her fault that, you know, she never really, like, <laughs> she never confronted me on my carelessness and my irresponsibility. So she kind of, like, sort of, I don't know, encouraged the behavior. <laughs> so, I mean, I also felt good at some point and I just gave her the input. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is that um, when we are preparing for battle, especially if you actually have something that you you have to get done you want to make sure that you have everything prepared you know if probably you need to iron it would be best that you iron the day before you know it has happened to me once i was going to see i was i had a, i had a i think i had a meeting with i had a meeting with honor bonabila i remember i had a meeting with honor bonabila so like it was it was not like really a meeting it was not really a meeting she actually had uh she had like a f- how can i say a sports gala let's put it like that yeah that would be the best way to describe it a sports gala that is hosted by her ngo you know arms around arms around africa if you probably get to collide with it that's the one so it was supposed to be on a saturday and uh well i had to you know of course if you're going for a sports color you need to dress you need to dress for the event you know the canvas and uh you know the the pants like how do they call them these uh these 
I don't know. I I've forgotten the name. I've forgotten the name. But these these things that look like tracksuits, but they're kind of like cotton, something like that. And then I mean, you need to get like a jersey, or I mean, I mean, you get. So I had to, I had to iron the jersey. Like I had to iron the jersey, but I was like, I'll do it in the morning, you know. So electricity, naturally, you know, if you've lived in Uganda for more than two weeks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay all due respect but if you've lived in uganda for quite some time you will know that there are times when electricity actually gets cut off you know so without announcement by the way you, you never you never told you never warned it just goes and comes back so yeah something like that happens and i mean the jersey i had was not like this first hand this first class jerseys where uh, you can gain it on and it does not show you know so uh, I had this. I had these ones that you know when you wash, you have to like stretch it and all. You have to when you hang it, you have to keep it. You get and like there are people that actually do my laundry back at hostel, so they they just pack it back in the laundry basket and when you pull it out, it has those wrinkles, you know. And like I thought, I mean when I did not pay much. I'm not a jersey guy. I didn't pay a lot of attention when I was buying the jersey. I just grabbed one. Only to find out later on that the one I got was like this, this, this fourth hand, you know, things. So anyway, I had to go with the shirt the way it was, and like I just had to, you know, I had to quake as a, I had to, I had to dry myself. So yeah, I mean, th- this this goes to like, <laughs> okay, probably that story is um, I I left out a lot of detail, but. Yeah, what what I'm trying to say is that like you want to be very prepared. You want to be very prepared, and like, especially if you are going to, I mean, if you're going to nail like a, a contract or you are going to make a presentation, or probably a pitch to someone. You know, you want to make sure that you are very, you are very, um, you are very aware of how you are dressing. You are very, you are very like, groomed. For God's sake, you're supposed to be groomed. Like, I mean, if you have a beard thankfully i don't but if you have a beard <laughs> you know you want to make sure that it is either like well you know well deco- like you, you've trimmed it and you've oiled it and whatever i keep telling people that if i had a beard oh my god i would spend 18 hours you know taking care of the beard <laughs> probably there's a reason that's why god never gave me a beard because actually if i did have a beard i mean i see people with beards and like they, they, they take them for granted you get you find a guy with a beard and it is disheveled, like it has, I don't know, like it, it looks all rough and tough and hard and like it is just that you get it. He does not care. Like we're here looking for beards. This guy has the beards and he is just a mess with his beard, you know. So <laughs> I'm not complaining, by the way. I'm not complaining, but. What I'm trying to say is, man, if you have like a beard, you, 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 I mean, you shape it and whatever you oil it, you do whatever necessary. If you have some hair on your head, some people prefer to actually go bald. But if you actually do have something left on your head, then you want to make sure that you actually, you know, take care of that. If you have the nails and everything, I mean, these small things, like sometimes um, it's always the small things that, you know, like that, that make the difference, that make the difference, you know. So, yeah, you want to make sure that you prepare for whatever you're going for and you just take care of yourself. In other words, you ready yourself for the battle. You prepare yourself for the field that you're going to get into. You know, I mean, even when you see warriors, like, 
those days when people actually f- real fought, like actual fighting, not this stuff of dropping bombs. You know, you, f- you see people wearing armory and like saying goodbye to their families and I mean, getting the sword sharpened and all that stuff. You actually watch, I love Korean movies because of that reason, you know. Uh, these ancient Korean movies, by the way, ancient history, ancient movies in general, man. Like the action scenes are real. Like you really feel it. You get if some guy's head gets chopped off, you really feel the head off. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> like I mean, the whole character is just interesting. You know, for me, that I I love movies that you know like that just depict what used to happen those days. It gives you a picture of how things were. And you get to, it gives me a picture of how things were and how, you know, I could relate them to, to today, you get. So, the whole process of preparation is very important. Then we get to the second level of feasting, you know. So, feasting is like, I mean, feasting is feasting. Feasting is feasting. Like, I mean, that the point where you get to put something in your mouth, you get like breakfast or for some people, by the way, um, according to very many health articles, it is very, very important that the first thing that you take is water. Like as soon as you wake up, you know, you want to take some water. And the way you take it, there is also a discipline of how you take it. Like you, just, you don't just gug, you know, you don't just take it down like a camel. You want to actually take it in sips. You know, you take a sip and then take, like, take three deep breaths, you know. And then take another sip and then take another sip and then take another sip. That's the most advised and best way of actually taking your water. So, like for some people, you know, I mean, that is what they do. That is what is best recommended. That is what is best recommended. So, anyway, the whole point of feasting is like um, th- those instances where probably you get out to get a snack. Maybe you want to get yourself a Rolex or... You know, you get yourself a bun or samosa or maybe some some juice. In other words, the fuel, the fueling, the whole process of you getting some something to put in your body, you know, is also something else that is um one of the human rituals that we have, you know, that are very also fundamental and very universal as well. I don't think there's anybody that does not like a good place of food, you know, unless they're fasting or they're probably on diet. But if even even still those people that are on diet actually the guys that are on diet when it comes to eating like when it i mean when when, when like they get on that cheat day those people really smash food like if you see the, <laughs> if you see the pile of food those sometimes of course especially the guys that are doing the fitness thing professionally they also tend to limit how much um how much of that how much of those carbs they are going to have for example, he can limit himself to pay maybe two baggers or one bagger. But if you look at guys that do like heavyweight lifting and all, cross lifters and all those guys, those guys smash food. Like if you see the guy eating, I'm telling you, you, you like if, if you are at a function and the guy is there, you would want to get food before the guy does because like he may empty everything and there is nothing left in the kitchen, you know, so. The whole process of fueling, feasting, and all that kind of stuff is also, I think, like one. It's actually, I'm a hundred percent sure, it's one of those routines that we have ingrained in us. You know, because I mean, without fuel, nothing can happen. Without fuel, nothing can happen. Even even if you even if you're driving a car, like if if you're using the car for transportation, you need to put something in the car. You get like you need to put some fuel, and you know, whenever you're driving, you're actually cautious of the 
you know, you're more cautious of the fuel gauge than of the speed meter. You know, so of course you also want to make sure that you're well fueled if you're going for um if you have something that you're working on or if you have something that you're doing that is going to seed you some profits, then man, you want to make sure that you're well prepared, you're well you're you're well you're well fed, you know. Then there is the other part called sexing up. So sexing up is like um actually this also encompasses the whole concept of um beautifying yourself like you go and get something that actually looks very pleasant or you do your makeup for for the women they go do their makeup and i mean like they just find ways of looking better than they already look i keep telling i keep telling my sisters that no matter what you do you will never look more beautiful than the way god created you i mean (laughs) and sometimes this comes across very bitterly but it is a fact like no matter what you do, no matter how many layers of, of of cosmetic that you put on your face, you will never ever look any better than how the Almighty created you because He created you in the best way possible. For a second, think about it. If you, 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 who thinks that you're using makeup to, who, who believes that makeup is going to make you look different than you already look, if you're asked to actually, if you're consulted as to where else your nose would have best looked. You know, I mean, where, <laughs> other than where it is right now, where else would, 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 would you place your nose and you would be, and, and you would, I mean, <laughs> where else would you, would you suggest that your nose be placed other than where it was like, you, you would fail. I mean, even right now, I'm actually asking. If you if if you feel like you could actually think of a better place, then please let me know. Please let me know. Like I would love to hear it. Or by the way, probably if you are wondering how I would want to hear from it, then you could just you could just test me in my social media handles, any of them at this is Hosni T H I S I S H O S N I, and I will be very delighted to get to know where else <laughs> you'd have thought about it to be. So it's like. This whole sexing up, we are actually grooming ourselves and um, looking for other people's affirmation. You know, for example, we take selfies and pictures and we put them on Instagram or, you know, on our profile pictures and we are waiting for someone to say something. You know, probably if we wear a nice perfume, we are expectant of someone saying something and being like, hey, you smell good or you look beautiful or the dress looks good on you or probably the shoes are very amazing, you know, on your feet and um all those compliments so the whole the whole mantra is like we're always looking for someone to actually um affirm us and to and to and to appreciate us in general you know and some people say that yeah you know i don't need anyone's man don't lie to yourself don't lie to yourself otherwise you just walk out the way we want to walk out but because you know that there are people who are actually looking you know then you have then you find yourself engaged in doing certain things just to make sure that you you look appealing, you know, and of course, appealing is appealingness is very important. Packaging is very important to any product. So if at all you have anything that you're selling, then you want to make sure you want to keep it in your mind that you are the first. You are the first product like you sell yourself before you sell what you're selling. You know, someone has to buy in you before they buy into what you are selling. So if I mean, if, if they are not contented with who and what kind of person you are, 
there's very few chances that they're going to be interested in what it is that you're selling you know because if at all you i you look like garbage you cannot convince me that you're going to sell me a product that is one million dollars and i'd be willing to buy it i mean how, how does that work you get so if like someone cannot for example you look at a chef and his coat is all dirty how well convinced are you can you be that the food that he prepares is actually clean food you know so that that also goes without saying man you need to take care of yourself then the last one hmm, is protecting ourselves from the future that is the last routine of of our lives protecting ourselves from the future so how do we do this you know we're always having these goals i want to save this i want to save this much i want to do this much i want to get to this point i want to get to that point so all that thought process all goes into all goes into protecting ourselves from what the future has to hold you know for example you see people doing health insurance and i mean it's not like they're going to get sick tomorrow but they just want to be certain that they want to give themselves a mental certainty that if anything happens they will be able to take care of themselves you know or um someone a certain company will be able to actually foot the bills you know or even school in general like school we all go to school not because school is the key to success we have seen very many people who have never ever actually gone to school who barely know anything about school or not so much as we know and they have been able to like live the best lives like we listen to their music and we watch them on tv and i mean sometimes we spend like the whole night you know watching someone who has probably never who barely knows as much as you do in your head but because of a certain skill that they have you know they keep you awake all night you know this has happened to me one time i was watching a game of thrones and like i found myself watching like the like <laughs> what's funny is that the point where it ends like it makes you so curious that you're like man if if you have the next episode you like you just click next like you just want to know what happens you know but if you actually get into the real ground data of most of those actors those guys never actually even went to high school like those guys at a certain level of a certain level of their education they 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 just stopped somewhere and then they went to acting school you know they went to drama school and they practiced and practiced and practiced until they became good and then at a certain point in time then i mean they got movie contracts and they started acting and then they got into the con- they got the contract of game of thrones you know a movie that was acted for nine years you know it was just finished in 20 uh, 2018 2019 for all those guys uh, game of thrones fanatics please let me know i actually watched it after it was finished you know i i did not want to keep myself tensed waiting for the next episode and i mean there was the time i was walking out of my hostel and uh, my neighbor's girlfriend asked me he was like do you have season eight episode three of game of thrones i was like <laughs> like i was breathtaking i mean i did not even know what to say because i had never even watched episode one season one of game of thrones you know and i was like wow like the level of commitment is through the roof you know and she was like as soon as you get it please let me know please let me know i, I mean that is how i actually even got her number she was like i was like i think i i, I know a friend and I actually did know someone that was following the whole series and like i just knew that probably he could be having the episode i mean people would download it from the internet and all so i was like i do not 
not have it. I did not let her know that I've never watched the whole thing entirely. But I was like, I do not have it. But I know someone that does that could probably be having it. She was like, as soon as you get it, just let me know. Like, this is my number. As soon as you get it, call me and I will make sure that I come for it. So I was like, wow. I mean, the, the level of commitment that we get to get, we get to find ourselves being um endorsed to is just very surprising and i mean <laughs> okay anyway let me stop meaning <laughs> i realize i say i mean very much and what else what else there's something else that i always say too much as well you know ah the phrase you know you know and i mean you know i mean I, th- those are becoming like some of my signature words but uh also there is that one but uh <laughs> okay this is becoming very interesting you know you start tracking your own mistakes and you and you start making fun of them and like it becomes funny for you i hope <laughs> probably there was someone out there who was dying and he was like hey man this guy is always but uh and you know always having <laughs> those those stances but uh <laughs> But anyway, anyway, so what, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that we're always like looking forward to the future. We're always preparing ourselves for what is coming, you know, and we just want to make sure that we are ready before it comes. You know, like there's this famous line, man. I find myself using it everywhere. You know, um, Muhammad Ali, actually Mike Tyson once said that it's the punch that you don't see coming that knocks you out. You know, it's the punch that don't see coming that you know, that you don't see coming that knocks you out. So, like in almost everything that we do, we are always trying to find a way of being prepared for what is what is to come. You know, like our parents do not know what we will turn out to be. You know, but if but they have this mindset that if they give us an education, we will stand a better chance. The children, children will stand a better chance with education than without education. There is no assurance to that. There is no guarantee to it. And there will never be a guarantee to it. And if at all you're out there and your parents have given you an education or are giving you an education, you want to keep in mind, you want to keep in mind that just because you have the education or just because you're getting the education from wherever you're getting it from, it does not guarantee you nothing. It does not mean that just because you have a master's degree and a PhD and a DPHD and a PDPDHD, life is going to be simple it doesn't it doesn't like please i mean by the way okay aside from the podcast now we're talking life i mean like real real on on the basis on the real core if you're out there and you are only looking and you are only depending or you are expecting the education that you've gotten to actually open doors for you and do things for you and move you places take you places get you to meet people i am sorry and i really apologize for saying this but you are actually being dumb and you are fooling yourself and you are living in a world of false hopes now if you're out there and you think that just because you are sweet in class that is all that matters well i tell you one thing if you do not invest in your own psychological and mental growth if you do not invest in your own self-education like 
specialized self-education. You know, because to a greater extent, if you think about it, school is more of a gamble than a direction. You know, because at the end of the day, like at the beginning, all of us start at the same level. Like we are all exposed to the same content, same information, especially with the African-Ugandan system in particular. You know, we, it's like you get a lion and a zebra and a gazelle and a monkey and a rabbit and a snake and a fish. And you tell them, okay, all of you guys are going to be tasked to climb this tree to the top. And that is the assessment. Whoever gets to the top first is the winner or the most successful. Like, it, how... <laughs> I mean, how fair is that? How fair is that? I don't know if it was Edison. He said, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will forever live its life thinking that it is a fool. And this is happening every single day. You know, we're having people, we're having kids of different talent and different ability, and they're being stormed and stalked into the school system. And I mean, they are unable to perform not because it is not because they are dumb or they're stupid or they be, or they come from a mother that is stupid or I mean like how the African people tend to think, which is of course I mean if you think this way please you need to you need help you need help. If you know we have this psychology I mean the the child the intelligence of the child doesn't have anything to do with the parent so it's like anyway anyway I'm losing it I'm losing it I need to breathe need to breathe i'm losing my cool but what (laughs) what i'm trying to say is just because someone cannot perform in school does not mean that they are dumb does not mean that they are daft does not mean that they are stupid like how everybody makes it look like you know if someone cannot perform in a test it's because probably that's not where their skill is i had a friend i had a friend i have a friend actually who was not so good in class i mean he was never really interested in class and i get it it was not his thing it was not his thing, but when it came to fitness, when it came to like mentality and like the grind and like mindset, he was one of the people who are, I mean, when he focuses on to something, he's really onto it, you know, like at a certain point, he really tried, like he would come to me for consultation and all, and I would try to help him. Imagine he would come to me for consultation for math. And like I told you, I was very terrible at math, you know, but he will come to me and like, and that tells you how bad he was at math. <laughs> You know, but I would try, like, we would try to work something out. And you'd really see he's putting in effort. But it was just not fair for him. You know, but where his strengths lie is in, like, organization of people, mobilization of people, and, like, physical work you get. So, he has, I mean, right now, as we speak, he's actually part of the U.S. Marine, you know, the 25th uh, Infantry something. I've forgotten the division. But that's where he is, you know, and he's training to become a sniper. I mean, how cool can it get how how cool can it get you get but if you get to see his grades he wasn't one of those guys that are really sweet in class you know so what i'm trying to say and this is this is what i probably intend to end this podcast on is that if you're out there and the only thing that you're counting on is school then i think you are heading up I don't want to call it a tree, but you are, you're screwing yourself. You're screwing yourself. Find something, take your time, listen to yourself, 
listen to yourself listen to yourself there's a voice in you that will tell you what it is that you are meant to do and where your calling is and no matter what it is give it a shot i mean there are people out there who are good at certain things you're good at something probably you're good at playing the piano better your skills better your skills and find a way of making a living out of what it is that you're good at you know someone once said if you're good at something never do it for free you know because it is i mean that that is your talent that is what god gave you you know so if they if that is the gift that god gave you use that gift to get you the, to get you things to get you gifts to get you the exposure that probably god did not give you you know so it's like just use what you have use what you have and there is always room for everyone like sometimes we see some um fields some sectors some sections and we're like hey man i mean and maybe i'm good at this but there are very many guys who are good at it in this field you know yes there could be very many and yes you are speaking facts but one thing i need to tell you is that there is no one that is like you there is no one that does what you do the way you do it yes there may be very many people doing what you do but none of them does it the way you do it none of them gives it the same touch as you do you know so i mean just focus on yourself and give yourself time it won't happen in one day um yeah yeah man that that's the most i would really like to share with you guys out there so anyway thank you very much for hanging in up to this moment i know some podcasts are long some podcasts are short but uh it, it actually i don't know for some reason um man we'll work the time we'll work the time we'll work the time the most important thing is for us to share to learn and grow and to move and to move and to move the momentum is the most important thing you know sometimes we are stagnant because we fear to make mistakes but one thing i'll tell you one thing i actually got to learn from self coding is that the cost of making a mistake is way lower than the cost of doing nothing you know so once you always have that in your mind then your approach to things will be very different Anyway, thank you very much for listening to the Brand Clinic podcast. As always, I remain your host, Osni Mubarak. And if at all you'd like to send a shout out or you'd like to say something about the podcast or there's something that you felt you needed to add a voice to, please let me know on my any of my social media handles at this is Hosni T H I S I S H O S N I. I look forward to hearing from anyone and everyone. And um see you there. See you there.